0: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I have you now. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
1: Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct.
2: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. Dude, I got to bring snacks next time. That's the point you take all the snacks you want. Um, Yeah, not like half of his... Half of the movie's budget was Sylvester Stallone's paycheck on this one. Which hey, I don't know. If you to like, if, if somebody kept throwing money at me, I'd just be like, "Oh yeah, well, yeah honestly, come on, sure, why not? I'll be in an arm wrestling movie."
0: Right. I have no problems. <clears throat> Although, granted,
2: like... if they offered me an arm wrestling movie, I'm, I'm going to be kind of worried as to like what exactly the premise of this movie is.
0: Thirteen million. Thirteen million. Cobra.
2: Is that how much he got paid I think so. for Cobra? Okay. Yeah, salary. Okay. <clears throat> well, you know.
0: But you know what? Those,
2: those canon guys—they just. Uh, but this same salary like like throw
0: over the top at thirteen, also. So he got paid the okay. same to make both movies. Okay, all right. According to this, he got twelve to make Rocky Four.
2: Okay. Which any one of these individually is more money than I will ever see. Right. Right.
0: His salary continued to go up till 1997, when he only made 60 grand to be in Copland.
2: Oh man! Wow!
0: Didn't he like?
2: I've seen Cliffhanger and Copland and Judge Dread and. I don't know, he was like, those were all right 15, that million,
0: time. 15 million, 15 million. So was he just? He must have had. This must just be what he got paid to be to act. He did more for Copland, didn't he? Wasn't that like? Did not he produce so. that or some nonsense?
2: Well, he writes nearly every movie he's in. I don't know if he wrote Copland but yeah. he's usually a, And since the since then a writer and a producer. 20 million,
0: 20 million, 15 million, 12 million, 10 million for Escape Plan.
2: Huh.
0: 15 million for Expendables 3. Jesus. But you know what's interesting? He sort of topped out like he made 13 million a movie back in 1987. Mm-hmm. He's still only making 15 million a movie. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting as well. Hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, all
0: right. <clears throat> maybe we'll fight a fellow. If they uh, want to, Maybe
2: we uh, won't. You know what I'm saying? Take them to the zoo. They like the zoo. Um, all right. Well, we are the 30-something movie podcast. We're just talking about Sylvester Stallone's salary and how we're never going to see that kind of money. And um, I'm eating pretzels. I'm and Pat's them. eating pretzels. So any Sorry. munching that you hear in the background is Pat <laughs> eating pretzels.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you missed the whole political discussion, so uh, good for you. you. Uh, if you uh, if you want that, too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, until we get to a movie that deals with politics, we'll we'll stay away from that, uh, and we'll give you a spoiler warning before we talk about that too, because it can get a little uh, get a little heated. I for, the, for the most part, I feel like we all agree with each other here in this room. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily that all of our listeners. Right, and you know what? Would, Come would we gotta have uh, gotta know. have apolitical
1: zones. Right. A, not a political zone, but a right.
2: like let's. Right. Where there's no. Yeah, I'm mean, keep, keep that out of.
1: I'm not on social media at all, and I've heard that there's too much of that on social media <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah.
2: We're we're only allowed to talk about the politics of 1987. There you go. There you go. So unless you're informed on the politics of 1987, not allowed to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are the 30 something movie podcast. It is episode number one one one. We are talking about Over the Top this time. Uh, So, very, very quickly, we do spoil the movies that we talk about. We might also talk about some other movies here and there related to this. Not that there's a whole lot of movies related to uh, trucker arm wrestling movies, but in case there are, Uh, we may spoil them, so just be forewarned about that. And if you could, pretty, pretty please leave us a review on iTunes and uh, subscribe to the show and then tell all of your friends. And then tell your friends to tell their friends because then everybody's happy and and you're listening to us. And mm-hmm. what's better than having three guys in your ear, right,
0: guys? Right.
1: That's okay, man. I
2: the, do you mean lis, listening negatively? to the three of us that are here listening mm-hmm. to in or in your car? I mean, the three of us could like be in your car with It'd
1: you. Be awesome riding in cars <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Yeah, that's not. You, okay, that might be awkward. Um, well, I could say
1: i got pretzels in my mouth, so I don't that,
2: know. Well, you know. Um, so I have here with me, I have Pat.
1: Hey,
2: hey. Pat eating the pretzels. Pat oh, yeah. eating the pretzels. Yeah, Pat eating the pretzels. Uh, I have both. Yep. Who has already eaten the pretzels. I have several. Right. Mm-hmm. And John, who brought the pretzels and ate many of them as well. Um, So we're going to get right on in this here. The first thing I want to start off with is very, very quickly. uh, Just a few days ago, we heard about the passing of John Hurt. um, And uh, saw that, actually saw that through the the official Doctor Who Twitter account. uh, Tweeted it out to say that he had passed away. So um, do you guys in particular have any John Hurt movies or performances that were... Favorites of yours?
0: God, he just, he was everywhere. I mean, he was that, that guy. I guess the fun thing about him was when he would show up in makeup and stuff, and you wouldn't necessarily realize it was him until about five minutes in. you're like, is that? Like,
2: um. Like the storyteller?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or even, um, Ollivander in Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah.
0: quite get. It was one of
1: those. You're like the voice is
0: familiar,
1: but yeah. who is the? Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. that one. It's the. He's one of those that guys. Oh yeah, oh it's that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's everywhere.
2: Yeah. Well, and I didn't realize that my first exposure to him would have been the storyteller. Okay. Uh, would have been uh, the Jim Henson storytellers, and I didn't. I didn't know. Obviously, at that age, I didn't know. I didn't really pay attention to actors and different actors and what they did. Um, that would have been the first place I saw him, not knowing that that was him. And then I saw, as, as we know from, you know, the 111 episodes that we've had of this podcast, I watch movies at a very young age when you shouldn't watch movies. Mm. Uh, so I saw Alien at a very young age. Ah. And um, you probably saw that at the, the tender age of maybe nine, maybe 10. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the first time I would have remembered seeing him in Alien. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a memorable scene it is. Um, when he's got the thing bursting out of his chest, which then you see him again in Spaceballs. Oh no! Do, not, doing, again. Doing, doing, not again! Not again! <laughs> um, so you know he's you know definitely those are some of my first memories of of seeing him in movies, and then uh, and I liked him as the the war doctor mm-hmm. in the in the Doctor Who series. I don't know, Pat. Do you watch any of the Doctor Who stuff?
1: I'm only on the wait the original back in the '70s. No, 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 okay, no, like the, the, new the new one. I saw the first season. Of the new doctors, and then I'm on the second season, okay. and I kind of was hit or miss on that. But I, okay. that, even that, the second season, that's what, like, 15 years old or something, or it's like 10 or yeah, maybe not quite that
2: maybe, much. Maybe maybe almost almost 10. Yeah, maybe yeah, probably mm-hmm. around eight or nine, maybe. Or <laughs> but so anyway, just wanted to, to very quickly kind of talk about that because I know that's something that last that happened in the last couple of days. Um, really quickly before we get into our stuff on uh, over the top. We have, uh, we have several new followers. Actually, I was going to mention that to you guys. Um, we have, and, and we are, you know, obviously we're not a huge, huge podcast that's out there on Twitter. Um, and so we don't have like the thousands of followers that, that some of these much, much bigger shows Yet. have. Yet. Yet. But we are on our way, my friends, because maybe like a month or two ago, we were at about 100 followers. Mm-hmm. And, and we had like, we were struggling a little bit to keep that 100 followers because we would like get some and then lose some. And then, so we were kind of mm-hmm. back and forth on that. We are now closing in on 200. Hey! We're at, we're at 194 animals? followers. That's awesome. So for all the 194 followers uh, that we have on Twitter, thank you. You're all awesome. All those mm-hmm.
1: fake Twitter accounts John created.
2: Shut up. I hate to say. I, I didn't create all of them.
1: That might have been because I got my new phone and I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to subscribe to Did you to accidentally podcasts? create. Well, hundred
2: and ninety-two Twitter I'm, accounts. I
1: might have done that in trying okay. all the different. So that you know, that would make more sense. Couple that's, dozen of those, and that's me. that's fine. Do we have locations on these people? Do we know um, how international we are? <laughs> uh, they're all. Pat wise. wants to stalk you and come to your
2: house. No. Right. Pat is offering to you know, if you donate money to the podcast, Pat will show up at your house uh, and talk about alone. movies and politics with you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then you <laughs> might pay him more money to go away. <laughs> that's what That, that told just might happen. <laughs> Um, With you or at you? I'm not sure. There you sure. go. Um, so yeah, so we almost have about 200 followers, yeah, which is kind of cool. cool. We cool. have, uh, in fact, the one I, I want to highlight, our highlighted follower of the day. What are you laughing at me for? It, just because I put on the radio voice. That's <laughs> exactly
1: why. <laughs> well, I'm just,
2: Hey, ding, ding, ah, whoop, that, that whole thing. <clears throat> yeah, highlighted follower of the day, brought to you by Nabisco. Um, I just picked Nabisco because I'm hungry. Mm. Um we have a new follower, and it is actually a band, uh, or a performer, uh, called Robots with Rayguns, and they play like electronic, exactly, cool. they play kind of like electronic 80s-ish type music, I mean they're, they're modern, but they play uh, kind of 80s electronic type stuff, and uh, so they started following us, actually I think earlier today. And I was listening to some of their music. It's pretty good. Kind of puts you in a little '80s yeah, mindset man. there. So if good you want to, if you want to go listen, good to that. For us. the for other us. the other kind of cool thing about that is they have their new album is called Wild Style, and I think it just came out pretty recently. You can get their album. So I'm like giving them free advertising here. You can get their album as a download, as a CD, and wait for it, as a cassette.
0: Bam! That's wow. awesome. Bam! That's awesome,
2: dude. I mean, how many people put stuff out on cassettes anymore?
0: Nobody that I know does that. So, because why would you? <laughs> I mean, because
2: what? it's nostalgic, and okay, some and, people still have tape players. And
0: while I, that was where
2: I was going, with and it, I really might still have a Walkman, wow. not guaranteeing it still works, but I have one somewhere.
0: We still have tape decks at work, but I don't mm-hmm. have one at home anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know what? They just sound better. Oh, that's not true. No, that's probably also not true about vinyl, but people argue that all the time.
1: There's there's some people that will like come up with all sorts of like people like they can figure that stuff out. They talk about sound waves and wrong. molecules. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: I and and don't get me wrong, I have records. And I listen to my records and I love listening to my records. I don't know that I would say it sounds better. Now granted, I also don't have a $25,000, you know, yeah. sound system at home, but
1: I'm a junior high band director that likes loud motorcycles. It doesn't matter
2: what you play, you as long as I can hear it,
1: you know. Just play anything, as long as you, you play it loud. play it loud, man. Son <laughs> <It's fine, Kevin. laughs> Is it that Roosevelt, Lee Roosevelt? Uh-huh. Bob Prieber. <laughs> my name is uh-huh. Bob Prieber. <laughs> <Freeman>. I work <laughs> it's, in, it's, in artillery. I Bob Prieber. I work it's it's,
2: in artillery. Work uh, in artillery. Thank whoa, whoa. you, Bob. What would you like, Anything, just play it loud, okay? New, 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 new. When do we get to talk about me. I'm actually looking that up right now. That is, when do we get to Good Morning Vietnam? Good Morning Vietnam is in the middle of August. So good August. Yeah, wait good! Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's one I want to make sure. I'm I have, for. when we got that soundtrack, I had that entire thing memorized. As oh, a yeah. kid, I we listened to that nonsense. And my dad let me listen to it. and mm. he, Language and all. I'm like, yeah, it's funny listening. It's good classic music. Listen to it. And so I had, as a small child, I didn't even know what half the words meant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm going through the whole thing. And it's like, Mississippi River broke through a protective dike today. <laughs> As a child, I had no clue what I was saying. You
1: don't know why it's funny, but
2: you know it's right. funny. <laughs> what is a protective? Um, <laughs> so, yes. So, we're looking forward to Good Morning Vietnam. That mm-hmm. actually is one of my... If I had to list... If we went back and listed like our top, whatever, favorite movies, mm-hmm. I'd, the more and more I think about it, if, if I had to push away like all of the sci-fi and superhero franchises that yeah. I really, really love and just said, like, dramas... Yeah. What kind of dramas would be my top favorite? That's up there. Like I, oh, yeah. I love I would that movie. Just
0: like to say to Roosevelt, to
2: Roosevelt, Roosevelt, what, what it is, is. What, what, it was, be, what it shall be, what it was. <laughs> <laughs> weather out there today is hot and yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> we're, August. We're, we're August. We're a family. August. If you're
1: back <laughs> off, man, I moved the Well, what, what's the? What was it? It was Roosevelt. And Roosevelt. It's Roosevelt. And Roosevelt. I the woman. Well, Roosevelt, can you give us the uh, weather forecast? There, you got a window. Open it. <laughs> Got his personal, I mean, Robin Williams <laughs> and That's, that's
2: a whole s- um, other podcast, but man, yeah. what a talented, talented man. We're gonna go to, uh, is it Walter Cronkite? Walter it, Cronkite. Know, uh, who was doing the, the traffic? Was it Walter Cronkite doing the show? We're gonna go to Walter oh. Cronkite for the oh. traffic. Is it, uh, what, uh, Walter, what are you gonna uh, Adrian, there's a uh, water buffalo jackknife out here. Uh, ain't very pretty picture. There's horns everywhere. I don't know, no. We're a little napalm there trying to cook him down, a little barbecue. Oh, August. Maybe we need to move that up. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. we can move it to April. It's an A month. There you go. We could do that. Well, we have a good journey. Month, good so. journey. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. Oh,
2: okay. Okay, arm wrestling. Um, all right, so That's anyway. The top, John. just Over the top. Back over to the top. it, right. Over oh, the GT, top. Well, maybe. I think this episode's going to be over the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it already is. This episode's going to be a metaphor for the entire movie.
1: Okay. Um,
2: but anyway, we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Robots with Ray Guns yeah guys um, so good to you. thank you thank you for following us and uh, if you're listening to the show we do hope you enjoy it and uh, if you are listening to the show and you like 80s electronic type music go check them out and go get the cassette and tell us if it does sound better um, but otherwise shall we get over the top dude over the top. Let's, let's get over the top over the top, top, top alright well the time <laughs> turn your caps around gentlemen <laughs> yes, <that's right. laughs> there we go when
1: I turn my cap around it's sort of like I'm putting on my armor What was they putting? <laughs> I put for- I'm just like oh my gosh they really went there <laughs> I'm totally jumping ahead of
2: the podcast. Sorry about this thing. i yeah, to uh, turn the cap around. The only thing I care about is the truck. Um, all right. So, Over the Top. We're just going to quote this whole thing. Over the Top came out February 13th, uh, 1987. Ooh, a Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, absolutely. you could take your lady friend or male friend uh, out to a Valentine's Day movie and go see Over the Top. Bam. There you go. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah, I could see how well those dates went. Uh, rated PG, and it was directed by Menachem Golan, uh, who did him. Um, God bless me. Uh, it was He died in 2014. He did The Apple, Enter the Ninja, and The Delta Force. Uh, produced by Menachem Golan because he directed and produced everything he did. Um, and he also produced Enter the Ninja, The Delta Force, Invaders from Mars, Cobra, Superman 4, and Bloodsport. I can't wait to get to Superman 4 this yeah. year. That movie sucks so much. <laughs> and I'm a Superman fan, but it's just, I tried to watch it again uh, maybe a year ago. Yeah. All the charm that I thought it had. Oh. This is the <clears> robot one, is it? No, that was Superman 3. No. Oh. Yeah, that one, it's its its own special brand of something. Um, but it's got the fight between Clark Kent and Superman and drunk Superman. So that one, I, I give that one props for trying to, do things that no other Superman movie has ever tried to do. went yeah. no movie yeah. had gone before. You know, it's, and you never know, again. They tried something. Um, Superman Four, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Superman Four was a lot of. Um, Superman Four was nuclear man. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. So um, producer on this one was also Yoram Globus. Uh, he also did Enter the Ninja, The Delta Force, Invaders from Mars, Cobra, Superman Four, and Bloodsport. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at?
1: It's a visual. We can't. We
2: can't do it on an audio medium. Oh. Okay. All right. Well. I'm. I'm gonna pretend like I didn't hear or see whatever it was you just did. Just Best. Keep, thanks a lot. Best. Great. Wonderful. Just keep your eyes shut and keep going. Everything's yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Words to live by. Uh, writers on this one, Gary Conway, who did American Ninja 2 and 3. Uh, David Engelbach, who did Death Wish 2 and America 3000. Sterling Siliphant, who died in 1996, who did Village of the Damned, In the Heat of the Night, The Towering Inferno, The Poseidon Adventure, oh and Shaft in Africa. Whoa. Shaft wow, that's, in Africa. That's, that's, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. You didn't know Shaft in Africa was a thing? No. Oh. that's quite a. That's quite a... Oh Pantheon of Left? Hold, on. In Hold on. Africa. Now be careful how you search that. At,
0: at <laughs> any point does he talk about the snakes on the MF and plane? Because I'm beginning to wonder.
2: Uh Shaft in Africa came out in 1970. We're eventually gonna get to the, you know, the over-the-top and the, the arm wrestling here, but this is important. Um, Shaft in Africa is 1973. Um, and let's see, yes, here, okay, so here's the plot, so if you haven't seen Shaft in Africa, we're going to give the whole thing away, um, so here's the plot. I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, uh, at home in his New York City apartment, John Shaft, John Shaft, I feel like I have to say Shut it your way. mouth. Shut your mouth. You guys have all here. seen Shaft, right? Oh, yeah! So, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Sure. I'm just making sure. just talking about Shaft. Um, <laughs> John Shaft. Then we can dig it. Uh, John Shaft is drugged with a tranquilizer dart, then kidnapped and persuaded by threats of physical force and the promise of money and the lure of a pretty tutor to travel to Africa. Much of the movie was filmed in Ethiopia. Assuming the identity of a native-speaking itinerant worker. His job is to help uh, break a criminal ring that is smuggling immigrants into Europe, then exploiting them. But the villains have heard he is on the way. Sh- because Shaft is known worldwide. Pretty much. Judge. That's right, and I can dig it. Uh, Shaft must pass a test before being hired for the job. The test involves him surviving in a small, overheated room without water and a floor covered in deep sand, mimicking the supposed conditions of Africa. Shaft ingeniously covers himself with the sand, thereby avoiding heat stroke. Winning the contract from his employer, Shaft must then embark upon a mission to infiltrate and destroy a human trafficking and slavery ring in West Africa and France.
0: Wow. Mm.
2: John Shaft.
0: Definitely Uh, worth a watch. I am Mm -hmm. I am blown away Mm -hmm. by the concept of the movie you have just Mm -hmm. laid Uh, out. The
2: only thing that it lists under reception is critics gave the film lukewarm reviews. Shocking. Don't know what that means. I mean, lukewarm, it it doesn't it's not cold. No. It's not negative. No. So and wow. I, think, I think just the title alone, is like Shaft in Africa. Well, and yeah. It's, I mean, there's And it's, certainly. It's, a, it's a big picture of the, the poster is a big picture of Shaft holding a club. Uh, and the, the phrase here is, uh, and there's a bunch of women. Let's see, there's a woman in there in a bikini in the background and a whole bunch of like, uh, there's a guy on a camel. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of things going on. Uh, the, uh, the, the little uh, tagline on the poster is, the brother man in the motherland. Shaft is sticking it all the way.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even hold the jelly bean on that one. I wow. think that's the
2: Shaft in to Africa. Hold the jelly bean. hmm Shaft you in Africa. Yeah, really held the jelly bean Title button. bell. The brother man in the motherland. That is, um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. something is mm-hmm. what that is. I think at some point, see, this was 73, so I think at some point, maybe, uh, yes. we need to do like a retro watching yeah. of this movie and... Yeah. Maybe we need to do, like, our own uh, mystery science theater. We
1: should, we should expand. Mm-hmm. I know
2: uh, what I told my dad when we first started this podcast,
1: you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, 111 mm-hmm. episodes ago. Yeah. I said, yeah, we'll do it. Oh, you know what you need to do? You need to do this movie. I said, well, mm-hmm. no, Dad, because that's not 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, what do you mean? It's more than 30 years. It was done in 1975. I'm like, right. but you see, we're only the, doing the is. And he said, mm-hmm. well, what that? A whole bunch
2: of great movies. What's wrong with that? I'm just like, okay, okay, Dad. Well, you know, it's just not the way it works. All right. Well, and see, I do want to, I've almost, I've kind of thought a little bit about that. And I'm like, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to at least do maybe like a couple of episodes a year of. Well, because like this year, I do want to go back. We did the comic book ones. Those were awesome. This year, I do want to go back and do Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Since Mm -hmm. it's 77, it's 40 years. So that's not quite, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not 40 yet, unless you're Dennis. Um, but you know we can go back and do that one. But I'm kind of thinking like we could on occasion do like yeah. a, a classic movie one that's in the multiple of the year that we're in. But uh, you know, give people a base like
1: knowledge so when we just reference right. things they have they
2: can activate. Right, they're like, schema. oh, Shaft in Africa.
1: Um, Absolutely. How didn't I think of that?
2: I, I don't know.
1: Dude, I'm bringing snacks next time. I'm going to town on the princess. <laughs> that's
2: alright. Good sticking it to the man, not sticking it to the man. I do I, I closed the window. I can't even, he's sticking it somehow, all the way.
1: There it is, mm-hmm. over, the over the top. Over the top, and he's holding, a big, he's, baby. He's holding a big
2: stick, too, in, yeah. the, in the in the poster, so. Oh. Not a metaphor for anything. It's just okay.
0: so
2: easy. <laughs> I, that might have been the other tagline to the movie. Mm. Um, one of the other writers, so Sterling Siliphant, Siliphant, like, wrote everything. Yeah. Um Sylvester Stallone also, because he writes pretty much every movie he's in, he did the Rocky movies, Staying Alive, uh, Cobra, Cliffhanger, the Rambo movies, and the Expendables movies. The music was done by Giorgio Moroder, who did uh, a 1984 uh, composition for the movie Metropolis, Hmm. the really, really old black and white. Um, He also did Midnight Express, Flashdance, and Scarface. Budget for this one was $25 million. Uh, box office for this one was $16 million. Oh, good. They covered Sly's, uh, Sly's fee there. They good. did. That's, they got that covered, and maybe enough for pretzels for the rest of the, the crew. Sure. Uh, so Phil, Sylvester Stallone played Lincoln Hawk, depending on the scene. He's either Lincoln Hawk or Lincoln Hawks, mm. because apparently they can't remember his own name. Yeah.
0: Um, I, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. He was in the, not that we need to say what Sylvester Stallone was in, but we're going to anyway. He was in the Rocky movies, the Rambo movies, the Expendables movies, Cobra, Demolition Man. Copland. One of my favorites. Uh, Demolition Man. Demol- one of, I love Demolition oh, Man. Oh, that's there's a great n- movie. I don't know if there's a reason to love it, but I love that movie.
1: Dude, d- yeah.
2: I don't think I need a yeah. reason. Yeah, the the, the reason three is, shells, that's my reason.
1: The reason is right in front of you when you mm-hmm. watch when
2: you watch movie. Mm-hmm. Uh Judge Dredd and Copland. A whole bunch I, of am the law. Mm-hmm. I am the law. I am the law. I am okay. <clears throat> Rapid. If you say it louder, fight. it sounds better. <laughs> it does. Double. And I watched that. That was on Netflix, Double. I think, a man. while ago. Yeah. And I watched that again. It, you know, I don't care what people say. Fun. It kind of holds up.
1: Yeah, it's good, man.
2: Emphasis on the kind of.
1: It's good. But, it, it's fun.
2: Know. It was fun. It is fun. When you watch Dread,
1: that's mm-hmm.
2: like a whole nother. Oh, I like that movie God too. That's a good mean, one. The Carl Urban. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's
1: I like all that good, one. man.
2: It's all good. Uh, Robert. Hey, I'm going to mess up the last name. Is it Logia or Logia? Logia? Oh, yeah. How do you say his last name? I would say, Robert, if you're listening, let us know. But he died in 2015, so that's it, not going to happen. That's
0: too bad. Yeah, it is one of those weird ones. I think it's Logia, but... Logia?
2: Okay. We're going to go with that. Uh, played Jason Cutler, and he was in Scarface, Independence Day, and Big. Which, seeing him in Big kind of makes it tough to see him as the villain in this one.
1: Yeah.
2: Like I remember him as being the, the friendly guy that was in charge of the toy store. Uh, Susan Blakely yeah. played Christina Hawk. She was in The Towering Inferno and Wildflower. Rick Zumwalt died in 2003. He was Bob Bull Hurley. He was in The Presidio and Batman Returns. David Mendenhall played Michael Cutler, or uh, Michael Hawk would have been his name because he didn't really go by the name Cutler. He was in General Hospital, Transformers the movie, Centurions the cartoon, and the Berenstein Bears cartoon. I didn't realize that.
0: Good
2: for him. Um... Chris McCarty played Tim Salinger. Uh, he was in Split Image, The Shadow Men. Uh, Terry Funk played Rucker, or Rooker. He was in Paradise Alley, Roadhouse, The Ringer, and he was a professional wrestler. Um, when is that one? Roadhouse? Is that one, 88? You'll look it up and see. Uh, Alan Graff uh, played Collins. He was in Poltergeist, RoboCop, Total Recall, 89. and Universe. 89? Okay. Universal Soldier, uh, Magic Schwartz. Sounds like something out of
0: Spaceballs. Your Schwartz is as magic (laughs) as mine. There you go.
2: (laughs) I'm going to hazard a guess that's not his real name. No. Going with no. Ma'am, what would you like to name your child? Magic Schwartz. (laughs) That's what I'm going with. Um, Put it right on the certificate. And he, (laughs) the man with the real life ridiculous name, also had the most ridiculous name in the movie. I'm the Smasher. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: and ironic, maybe not ironically, uh, one of the movies that he was in was called Grunt, the wrestling movie. Mm. There we go. And I don't know. Do you, actually, do you say Grunt or do you just like <clears throat> the wrestling movie? <laughs> do you say it or mm. do you? I'm the phone. This. What what movie? What movie you guys want to go see this weekend? <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Don't that's uh, you know what? We should just have a podcast mm-hmm. if we do that, I just, we'll us, just, grunt. just mm-hmm. us grunting. Let's we're gonna review reviewing Grunt, the wrestling movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. How'd you guys like it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you give it three grunts out of four. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's impressive. <laughs> oh man, um,
0: <clears throat> anyway, we are a little over the top. Oh today. man, over the top. This one is over, over the top. OTT,
2: OTT, okay, that's right. Ah, oh, man. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes. The critics gave this one a 38%. Apparently they don't like arm wrestling or trucks. Uh, the audience gave it a 49%. Siskel and Ebert apparently gave it a big thumbs down. Um, not Maybe it's not surprisingly, Siskel said, arm wrestling is a boring sport. Uh, the kid is obnoxious and not a good actor. And he claimed that this movie was totally predictable. I don't know. I find it unpredictable that <laughs> you would make a movie about arm wrestling. And,
1: <laughs> yes, I think you.
0: But, but the premise, once mm-hmm. in,
1: once you're in, well, once you're within the the world of the realm of unpredictability, mm-hmm. it's, I, you kind of can predict what's going to happen. Given the premise
2: of the movie, I, I yeah, I'm like. Well, hey, anything could go here. We, that's so. That's we see, got, that's, a, got a truck driver in an arm wrestling competition. This could this yeah, could maybe, go any which way. Maybe he
1: means that you're going to predict anything. Maybe you? so. It's like I that inception dream within a dream within a dream thing. Okay.
0: My thought is he said he's found out there was an estranged father and son about to go on a road trip, and the rest just sort of laid out in front of him. Yeah. Mike Route 66. That's, that's possible.
2: <laughs> uh, Ebert also gave it a thumbs down and said, quote, the championship matches are exciting, but the film is predictable. So apparently it is predictable. Uh, he said that the movie would have been better without all the family stuff. Hmm. I don't know about that. What? So he wanted more arm wrestling. He apparently wanted to, So Ebert more apparently tru- wanted more driving? arm wrestling. And more truck driving. Um, um, T- if
0: you take out the family stuff.
2: Basically, he wanted dual.
0: Right, like, what's
2: left? Mm-hmm. Or Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, uh, okay. No, see, Smokey and the Bandit with arm wrestling. Oh, uh,
0: uh, okay. You might have been honest something there. Mm-hmm.
2: There we go. Uh, cinema score, uh, even though the critics in the audience gave it pretty low scores, cinema score gave it a B+. So people leaving the theater, I mean, I guess if you went to go see this movie, you'd probably leave the theater happy. Because if you looked at the preview and you're like, ah, sliced alone, arm wrestling, trucks, I'm going. And then you leave the theater, and what did you get? Sly Stallone. Yeah. Arm wrestling. Shocks. Yeah. I got what I came for. Yeah, I don't think if you're leaving the theater, you're probably going to be disappointed if you went to go see this in the first place. And
1: I got the, well, yeah, I mean. It's
2: Maybe dope. they didn't survey all the dates that went with their husbands or boyfriends or whoever. I don't on, know. On Valentine's Day. Yeah.
1: May we dance with you? <laughs> 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 well, you know. It's on the internet. Maybe what school do you go to? <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that. CinemaScore is just citing alternative information.
2: Oh, you did it. You brought. You brought it up. You, you, you just never really? know. Uh, you can't trust the CinemaScore. You can't trust the CinemaScore. <laughs> no. Nope. Really?
0: We're mm-hmm. gonna. We're gonna. Okay. Who are they polling?
2: I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, because if you look at it, like if you write the alphabet out. Alphabetically, Mm -hmm. oddly enough.
1: Why would you do that? Oh, jeez.
2: If you write it out, like A and B and C, they're on the far left. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take the time down, edit. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, I'm not editing that out. (laughs) We're keeping that. Uh, What letter would you be? No. A few awards. Oddly enough, this movie won some awards, and not all of them Razzies. Uh, it won, and I always have to say the letters out because if I say this as it's spelled, it sounds awkward. The A-S-C-A-P <laughs> film and tells it. Because if I say ASCAP, then, <laughs> then Pat does that. <laughs> and apparently even if I don't say it, you're going to do that. I just think
1: that. it's funny that that's become a thing on the podcast. <laughs> <I know. laughs> with the, the discussion.
2: I, I hate like, it when ASCAP movies ASCAP win that award because I'm like, to i gotta, I got to say it. ASCAP. The ASCAP award. <laughs>
0: I, I tend to try to go for the AsCap, As, As, yeah, Cap. roll ASCAP, it off
2: the AsCap Award. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, for <laughs> for most performed songs uh, from Most in Picture, and they had the "Met Me Halfway" song. Uh, Razzie Awards: It won the Razzie Award Worst Supporting Actor, David Hall. Worst New Star, David Hall. Congratulations, to him for winning two Razzies. Yeah, that that takes Which some one effort. Was he? Uh, he was the kid. Oh. Yeah, it it takes some effort to be able to do that. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Actor, Um, but Mm -hmm. then uh, this did win a Young Artist Award for Best Family Motion Picture and was nominated for Young Artist Award for Best Young Male uh, in a Motion Picture, David Mendenhall. So he apparently both won for a Best Young Male Superstar and Worst Supporting Actor. Um, all right. Lincoln Hawk is trying to rebuild his life. At the request of his estranged wife, who is ill, the struggling truck driver is on his way to the military academy to pick up the son he left behind years before. Father and son get off to a rocky start, but when Hawk enters a national arm wrestling competition in Las Vegas, he begins to earn back his son's respect. It's time to go to work.
1: Yeah. Does this kid really think he can take me? I don't think so. What uh, a joke. Do the table time. Smash him, Richie. This is going to hurt, wimp. What do you think of that? I think your breath stinks. Go! Oh, up, Come on, Mike. Get up, get up, Come on. Yeah, That's, go go good, Mike. Out, Come on.
0: That's good, Mike. Yeah,
1: Come on, Mike. Come on. No, no. Hold him. No, drop the right. weight. Stop. Hold it up, Mike. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get up, Mike. Pump it, kid. Pump it, kid. You got him, Mike. You got him. You got
0: him. You got 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 no. him. You got him. All oh, right.
1: Oh, all right, way to go. Come
0: on, yeah, get Look, it out of here. Get out
1: Get Come on, one more time. Let's go, Mike, right away. Right. Break your arm, right, Get mad, get mad. Ready? Go. Come on, Mike. Come on, get Mike. Hold it, over the top. Harder. The power, Mike. The power, Mike. The power, Mike. All right, way to go. Good. You're a tough little sucker, aren't you? <laughs> that was great. That was great. Pay up now.
0: Money? <laughs> Come on.
1: How do you do that? Good genetics. Thanks. <laughs> Let's go. Let's talk to Mom. Right. How am I supposed
2: to love? Hey, I'm hey, you you the boy. Come on. You oh, yeah, right.
1: I drove Dad's truck, and I'm a really good driver.
2: Great driver.
1: <laughs> And I just had this arm wrestling match with some guy who was bigger, maybe five foot six. Bigger. Big. No, 5'9". Bigger. Mom, you wouldn't believe big. it. This guy was a monster.
2: All right, so we started we actually kind of started the podcast talking about this. Sylvester so Stallone was paid about twelve million. You said you found one spot that said thirteen. Um, twelve million to appear in this. Stallone was quoted as saying, uh, Menachem Golan kept offering me more and more money until I finally thought, what the hell? No one's gonna see it. You know, which is how you want to make your career choices. Mm-hmm. Sure. <clears throat> but it. it's fine. All right, we're talking about it. Yeah. So True to that. Uh, Stallone later said of the movie, I would have made it less glossy and set it more in an urban environment, for one. Next, I would have not used a never-ending stream of rock songs, but re- but scored music instead, and most likely would have made the event in Vegas more ominous, not so carnival-like.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: You wanted to make an arm-wrestling competition ominous Uh and less carnival like, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: okay, Mm -hmm. I'm just making sure I'm Mm
2: -hmm. It's like making a grim and gritty Superman movie
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes it is (laughs) Wow
2: That's Mm -hmm. impressive There you go Uh, David Engelbach was appalled at the changes made to his script He remarked that his original draft wasn't nearly as dumb as the final film and that it was more (laughs) about truck driving and arm wrestling than it should have been
0: he recalled having
2: tears in his eyes upon seeing the film and obviously not good ones. Yeah. Um I almost hesitate to mention this one, but I'll do it anyway because hey, we're we're OTT this time around. Just right? Over yeah. the top. Okay. Over the top. As an inside joke, and I could not find if this is actually true or not. As an inside joke, the writer's named David Mendenhall's character Michael with his father's last name. That would mean that his character's name is Mike Hawk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stay quiet because
1: he got me on that. There you go. Yeah. Come on.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but that would be what the kid's name would be if you referred that's to him as ridiculous. If you called him Mike, that would be his name.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. That's no, no, mm-hmm. still ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. Can <clears throat> uh, I speak to Seymour? Seymour Butts. <laughs> You got you to gotta see more butts here. Um, all right, so I just have some, that's all the background I have for this. I just have some notes on this. Uh, some of the notes that I wrote down for this are, well, first of all, the, the, the premise of the story, and it shouldn't take too long to explain this, is that uh, we kind of already mentioned it a little bit, is that he's going to pick up his son who's at this military academy at the behest of his estranged wife who is ill. Uh, we don't quite know how ill she is, but it doesn't sound all that great. Um, there is a bit of a struggle between the father, who does not like uh, Sylvester Stallone's character, does not like Lincoln, and Lincoln Hawk's just kind of a fun name anyway. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah. But uh, the, the father uh, does not like him and does not want him to have anything to do with the child, and so he takes him from there. And then you get kind of this steady stream of the grandfather trying to either kidnap the child back or convince the child to come back or blackmail Lincoln into giving the child back. And so, a good portion of the movie is kind of that stuff going back and forth. Um, and then you also throw in the kind of the whole father son thing um, of him trying to take his son, who is maybe a little stuck up at the beginning and obnoxious, and trying to get him to be a little less that way yeah. uh, through the different experiences, letting him drive the truck, teaching him how to do arm wrestling. Um, and then they get into some of the arm wrestling stuff, and you see that, uh, that Lincoln Hawk is, is good at all that and he has a reputation. Um and then you get to the point where he does need to uh, in the events of the movie he crashes his truck into the grandfather's house to go get uh the kid back at one point cuz he kind of took him back and then uh his truck gets it smashed and then taken away so he needs a new truck so he enters the the competition because apparently every arm wrestling competition involves money and a new truck.
0: Well sure. Well, Swad, so, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know the is it winner of the World Series gets a sports car and the winner of the arm wrestling gets a tractor trailer?
0: Sure. And Teen Wheels, baby. Okay.
2: That's fine. Um, so a couple things I wrote down. Um, first thing, the kid is just kind of obnoxious and pretentious.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially at the beginning because mm-hmm. he thinks he is, uh, his stuff don't stink. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed how... You're you're just a different class.
2: Right. I enjoyed how, at the beginning of the movie, they have already started with everything being so over the top. Mm. Pun intended every time we say it. Yeah. Um, Because as he parks his truck and as he's walking up, I mean, you might expect some of the kids to, like, turn their heads and be like, what's that guy doing here? But every single adult also turns to, like, oh, a truck driver. Well. Oh, oh my. See, actually, I
0: had a question about one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a woman on the front steps as he's walking up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is she looking at him like that, or is she looking at him like? Hmm. Hmm. There's, there's just a moment she goes, "Who's that?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how they were trying to play that.
1: I was intrigued.
2: <clears throat> Lock up your women. The truck drivers are coming. Mm-hmm. I do, and
1: but even that, like, you gotta, yeah, even that. Well, I mean, we're looking at the movie, and I mean, you know what kind of a scene they're mm-hmm. they're painting. So I think to analyze it much deeper, right? You, you know, you're. But I mean, that was kind of thing. Like, I'm like, how do they all know that he's? I mean, okay, he got walking out of the truck, but after he got inside, like, how would they mm-hmm. know him from Adam? I mean, it wasn't that he was, you know, the clip on time was kind of funny, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was way underdressed. He wasn't if completely you, overdressed, but
2: well, well, poor people give off an aura. I don't know if you know that. <laughs>
1: I, I do now, man. Okay, okay. I, I gotta watch. These I'm, I'm, I'm here to educate you. That's poor
2: right. people, poor people give off an aura, <laughs> and those who have money mm-hmm. can detect that. Yeah, it, it's like a it's it's like a put on 3D glasses, and it's yeah. like it's like that movie. They live. You put on the glasses, and you can see the aura of the poor people. Right. And <laughs> as you're chewing bubble gum, and Jeez. you know, <laughs> nice. uh-huh I told you it's gonna be over the top. It is over the top. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that that whole scene was a little weird. Just how, like everybody's turning, their, they're making it so obvious that they're all turning their heads and like you're making it more obvious than it needs to be that like he's poorer than everyone here.
0: Mm-hmm. One of these things is not
2: like the other, <laughs> right? Like we know well, he, uh, the rest of these people have like Rolls Royces and sports cars and a, and they're all wearing suits. He pulled up in a in a truck. Yeah, we know he's poorer than everyone else here. I, yeah. I don't know that we need to keep harping on it. So...
1: Well, I, I don't want to. Jo- you go ahead and ask the question. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, and that's kind of the thing with these guys' movies. You know, the movie seems well, th- their movies seem kind of haphazardly put together, mm-hmm. but then you'll get to one little concept or one little thing or one little scene that's like, wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of it's just like, oh, oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right, and it just it just seems rough.
2: Well, and I kind of feel like their movies are are tell don't show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's they feel like you you have to be absolutely told verbatim what's going on otherwise you won't get it okay what was the movie oh it was uh enemy Mine. that makes me think of enemy Mine because they were worried about the title of the movie because they're like well there doesn't there need to be a mine in this movie because then people won't understand why it's called enemy Mine. There are dumb people. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We were talking about it just before we started recording. Um, Yes. But I don't know if they're that dumb.
0: I don't know. if they are, why are you playing to them? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That's so.
2: Man. Yeah. Um, one of the parts that I really appreciated, and I tried to go find, there was a, a video clip on YouTube of that scene, and I tried to go find it, but for some reason I could not get it to load earlier today. I really like the scene where the guy walks up to him and is like, I'm the Smasher. Again, yeah. worst name ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I really enjoy is that there's a, like, there's a guy in the background, that's like yelling, like, get him. And and it's like really obvious that he's egging him on. And it, he just reminded me of Karate Kid yeah. where the guy's like, get him a body bag. Yeah, that guy. that, that, yeah, that <laughs> I'm guy, I'm like, this must be that guy's uncle. Yeah. Like that guy's uncle yeah. is a trucker and he's in this bar. Yeah. And he, like we switched from karate to arm wrestling. Yeah. And he's like, get him a body guy. bag. Annoying guy. But what was your favorite part of Karate Kid?
0: Well, that was definitely oh, Wax On, wax, on oh. wax Off. It was
2: certainly... Actually, I think, I think that was another uh, Sylvester Stallone movie, wasn't it? Yes. It was we were talking about Rocky IV, and you know, my favorite part was the Wax On, Wax <laughs> Off. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the boxing movie, too. Um, we're never going to let you lay that down. Nope. Nope. Um, we Next did point out already. That's 30 years. <laughs> no, nah, that, yeah, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> so uh, they can't seem to keep his name straight. We already mentioned that. Sometimes he's Hawks. Sometimes he's Hawks. Um obviously over the top in this movie has dual meaning it's both the title of the movie and a very apt description of this movie as well as pretty much every movie canon films ever made in the 70s and 80s um, I guess if you want to look for a deeper meaning to this movie it could be about being a self-made man versus old money corporate America um, and sticking being sticking
0: it to the man sticking
2: it to the man just like John Shaft in Africa shut your mouth yeah the, the brother man in the motherland um mm. It uh, you know being a man is more about believing in yourself than winning and having the most money. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I do have to say that I I turned into uh, Admiral Akbar. Yeah. For a moment. It's a trap. It's a strap. Oh. When they had to bring the strap out. Yeah. At the yeah. match at the end. they are like that. we're gonna have to bring the strap and I went. I, of course I'm sitting by myself watching this movie but I. It's a strap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the house like I'm ah, waking and then, up and... and then
2: I chuckled at myself and I'm like yeah it wasn't that funny. No. <laughs> Um, here's a question that I have and this will lead into some of our other questions that are slightly more serious and meaningful Um, the over the top move that he does that now granted I've not been in arm wrestling competitions as much as you gentlemen might have been Um, but um, it seems to me that the over the top move is counterintuitive. Yeah, I didn't quite get it it seems like he would have to loosen his grip to do the whole and I'm, I'm doing this for the sake of our audio audience I'm Actually, doing the over-the-top move, or as close as I can to it, it seems like you'd have to loosen your grip to be yeah. able to make that other grip. And wouldn't by loosening your grip, wouldn't you lose? Wouldn't you like lose strength?
1: I don't know. I that that whole thing was a little bit. Uh...
2: I mean, granted, we're I mean, we're talking about a arm wrestling trucking movie, but
1: yeah, I um, okay. I didn't quite fully understand the over-the-top move. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I was. Uh... It felt like they were trying
0: to. And to create something mm-hmm. to fit the title. Yeah. I and mean, they just sort of. Mm-hmm.
2: Was I telling you? I think I was telling you about it. Like the whole over the top move reminded me of watching Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. as a wrestler in the mm-hmm. 80s. And you know, did you ever watch wrestling? Yes, back okay. then for sure. Yeah. Rowdy Rowdy. Swiper. So, yeah. And, I mean, so you know. the times when Hulk back Hogan. Back in the day. Back in the day when things were good and wrestling uh, was good. Good. Um,
0: At least entertaining, if not Entertaining.
2: Is. When we were children, we didn't know any better. Fair um, enough. So, and that was always one of my favorite things about Hulk Hogan, and that is what I feel like is a, is a good connection to this over the top move, is when Hulk Hogan would be down and he'd be like almost beaten, yeah, and you thought, oh, he's gonna lose, he and then he would start shaking, mm-hmm. and you knew that like the moment and like his whole body, started, and it didn't matter, you could smack the guy in the face with a chair, and it wasn't gonna phase him because he was invincible, and little like nine year old me was like, yeah, he's turning on. The power um, of Christ, <laughs> yes. By the power of Gray Skull, oh, I am Dolph- going. <laughs> <laughs> but when he when he starts shaking, I'm like, no, you can hit him as much as you want. I, I don't care if you're Zeus; you can hit him in the face as much as you want. He's not going down anymore. He's he's this is Hulkamania right here. I kind of feel like that's the over the top move. Okay, right. sure. It's like you, know, you turn the cap on backwards, and I go over the top, and nobody's beating me once I go over the top there. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was it was a, it was an interesting move. I it was like like you said, Bo. I think they were just trying to make something out of mm, over the top, like, yeah.
2: over mm-hmm. the
0: top. Okay, we've got all this figured out. So now, what's his move? What's his?
2: So, do you have a favorite scene in this movie?
0: The kid learning to drive the truck's kind of funny. That was funny.
2: Okay, that's good one. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Give
0: me that. The, you know what, as cliche as it is, ah, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Do it. The kid, run, you know, sneaking out of the house and driving to the airport and yeah, mm-hmm. sneaking out of the plane. Like that whole sequence of, but it's, you know, it's so cliche because it's the running to the airport and yeah. flying to the thing. But, yeah. you know, a smart little kid.
2: Couldn't happen to today. You can't get in or out of an airport today. <laughs>
0: exactly. Putting his military training (laughs) to use, you know? Yeah, I I did it. There it is. There it is. Wow. (laughs) Ladies Uh. and gentlemen, this podcast, like this movie, will not hold up. Yeah, we're trying to keep it together. together.
2: One day, if you listen to this later in the future, (laughs) back in 2017...
1: I don't, you know, it's <clears throat> funny. I, you know, look at the, I, I don't fight like I didn't stop watching you. Go gather that thing. Really sucked. Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel that at all. No, I thought, oh, I'm it, not saying you did, but mm-hmm. it was just, it was, it was fun. Right. And the funny movie thing, and, the funny thing
2: was, I went into this movie thinking, you know what? It's been a long time since I've watched this. This is not going to be good. Yeah. like this. <laughs> this is not going. It's going to be a train wreck, and it, it's going to be like watching a train wreck. And I'm just going to continue watching because yeah. it is a train wreck. And then I watched it, and I'm sitting there watching. And I'm like, you know what? It's not a train wreck. It's actually not a train wreck. No, I, I certainly... actually, I actually like this movie. As ridiculous as the whole premise is, and if somebody said, "Hey, let's sit down and watch a movie about trucking and arm wrestling," no,
1: nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: okay. <laughs> I'd say no, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll pass. But it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, no. And I mean, like the scenes and and everything are pretty good. I mean, sometimes you're kind of laughing at it as opposed Mm -hmm. to, well, you're laughing and you're not supposed to be. But Mm -hmm. like when they're interviewing those guys and like they're in the middle, they're (laughs) just like, "My move is just to destroy. I really don't care." (laughs) And then the one guy, and the one guy comes walking out, the big, you know, the super champion guy, um, and and he's just like, "I don't care who I what is He's saying something about how he just doesn't care about who he arm wrestles because his Mm -hmm. job, I gotta break arms. I, I drive,
2: truck, break arms, and arm wrestle. It's what I love to do. It's what I do best. Being number one is everything. There is no second place. Second sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Second sucks. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, like him driving the truck into the grandparents' house, that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. know, you always love to see the truck go smashing through a gate. But then it was just like, what's your exit strategy like? I mean, what, you know, you're going to get in there. What, what's, what do you think's going to happen? I like how everything just like resolved, right? You know, like mm-hmm. right at the end he wins, so then he's got custody, so they drop the court challenge, I guess, against him. Like everything was just fine. Mm
2: hmm. If I remember correctly.
1: It
0: was an 80s movie, man. Right. Every,
1: everything's
0: happy in the 80s.
2: <laughs> My whole body's an engine. This is a fire plug. <laughs> and I'm going to light him up.
0: Oh, God, that, <laughs> I'm not the fire plug, guy.
2: <sighs> uh-huh. Fire plug. Uh huh. Fire. Plan. Oh, yeah. fire. <clears throat> I think probably one of my, I think my favorite scene is it got to be the, the whole thing at the end. Like the whole competition at the end. Because yeah. if, if I look back on that, now, I, I do like, let's compare it with Karate Kid. I like Karate Kid much better as an overall movie. Right. However, and this is kind of funny to say, if I compare the intensity mm-hmm. of the final competitions, mm-hmm. I almost feel like this is a more tense Competition than the end of Karate Kid.
0: Oh, I'd agree with that because you they've they did a they did a halfway decent job of building the tension of he'll never see his son again. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, other than winning the competition and getting his ass handed to him, mm-hmm. what's really going to happen in the Karate Kid if he loses? Right. He doesn't get. Maybe you know. Maybe he doesn't kiss the girl. I mean, that's about it. No, Here, I mean, mm-hmm. right. Here, the guy's never going to see his son again. Right. At least we're led to believe that. I mean, right.
2: You know. Right.
0: So they do. They did build that tension well enough. I think uh, the grandfather plays a convincing bad guy who, in his own mind, is just wants what's best for the boy. You know, I think I just, he does. I think that it's well. sad that he's
2: that he's that bitter. Like, he made all of his money off of this toy store and then he, <laughs> then he became this angry old man and I like, guess actually Big came out a couple years later. Yeah. Ah, crap. Okay, yeah. so he hadn't made his money from the toy exactly. store yet. Maybe he, like, toned things down. It's when he played on that piano. Yep. That, that softened his heart and everything was okay. There you go. Okay. You, you hit it's it all, right on the head. It's all solved. Um, <clears throat> speaking of hitting things on the head, the movie poster Ouch. for this movie is... is Beautiful. It is, man. It's it is be awesome. It is, it is god-awfully beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so let me ask you this. If you want to comment on the poster, that's fine. Um, maybe talk about have there ever been any other mind-blowing movie posters that you've seen in the past? <clears throat> like maybe the movie was not even that good.
0: Mind-blowing.
2: <clears throat> but you like you look at the poster and like that, I'll, to quote Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum.
0: Mm.
2: I kind of yeah. feel like. The poster for this movie belongs in a museum, even if the movie's not that great. Which I'm saying, I, I think the movie is is good, hmm. but it's not great. Yeah. But the poster is amazing. Yeah. I love that poster. I'm not saying I want anybody to like send me that for my birthday, but right, right. but I love that poster. Yeah. I think it's a great poster. Yeah. Have there ever been any other movie posters that you've seen and you'd be like, that's an awesome poster? Hmm. Anything with a motorcycle in it?
1: Well, you know, yeah, no, but it's it's interesting because yeah, the, like the I'm I'm trying to think of of the movies I've seen. Like well, like even those old ones like The Great Escape. When I look at the movie poster for The Great Escape, I'm like, "Well, that's cool, but not
0: hmm. Independence Day." Okay. Mm-hmm. It's
1: that's the first the, one I thought that's of. That's cool. One. The Great Escape. I gotta look that one up. But that but I'm not saying that's like <coughs> that movie poster, it's just the guys like sitting on the cover. And it's almost like a comic mm-hmm. book thing. They're all like leaning forward and
0: yeah. I, yeah, but I mean all this one is is him in the truck and with the Hawk in the background, but it's
1: It's dramatic.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, and part of it is the way they did it. The, mm-hmm. the the if if it was today, we would have called it an Instagram filter. Well, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the the tone with which they drew it. Yeah, I see what you mean about the mm-hmm. Great Escape. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just it's funny, when I first saw the poster, I'm like, that's cool, you know, but it was it, like... It's
0: interesting the way yeah, they use it, it negative looks, space, the way they use the mm-hmm. light.
1: Yeah, like they're escaping from the... But I mean, right. it's like, I, I don't know that that's like a super thrilling poster, cause, but it's all like like comic book yeah. kind of almost looks like It almost looks like Batman, the, the show, the campy Batman, like the way they all, mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. need the pow, zappo, kind of like little bubbles in there. Movie poster is definitely cool.
2: Yeah, I got to say, I mean, I don't know that there's... I, I pulled up some just to kind of look here. Um, you know, the... Uh, some of the ones that are more memorable, I think, definitely are, like, the Clockwork Orange poster. Yeah. That's a memorable one. Um, or some of the other ones. Um, I mean, I like all the, the Star Wars posters. You know, those, right, those, but those I don't know that good,
0: I'd but, say they belong in a movie right. or in a museum or anything. And then, when you start talking about posters, like, <clears> what are your criteria? Because... You know which one is always stuck in my head because it was so simple yet perfect? Mm. Was the Michael Keaton Batman. Batman. I mean, That's it's just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black. Mm-hmm. Bam. Mm-hmm. You know? And part, part of the reason that one sticks in my head, though, is I had the VHS tape. Mm. And it was in that. It was just jet black, except mm-hmm. for that and the writing. And it was just... Right. It was cool looking. That's a good like VHS tape. I'm. You know who actually has some really good ones. When you think about it, is uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at some of their, just some of their movie posters, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I I'm a fan of. Um, I like the Exorcist poster. Yes, because that that one was just really simple. It didn't give anything away, and there really yes. wasn't anything scary about it. Like it didn't, you know, you didn't see, yes. yeah. yeah, just him standing in the light there.
1: Uh, scary movie and stuff, guys. It, oh, I know,
2: a scary movie, but the poster's not scary. And so it totally leaves it up to the imagination. If you're going in that movie knowing I'm going to see a scary movie called The Exorcist, so I know it's going to be freaky, but the poster doesn't give any of that away. Um, mm. I also like the Pulp Fiction poster.
0: Yeah, you gave me an idea when you said Exorcist.
2: Darkman. Darkman. That's a good one. Very comic booky.
0: Mm-hmm. Very.
2: Before all the comic book movies. Right. Um, I think one of my other favorites has got to be Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Do you like the Blade Runner poster? Yes,
1: quite.
0: Wow, you got a Harrison Ford mm-hmm.
2: thing going on over here. I, I do. Well. Indiana Jones
1: posters are pretty cool.
2: They are. Uh, yeah, you know Dawn what? of the Dead. I've always liked the Dawn of the Dead one too, where you've got like the head, uh, like the almost like the ooh. cartoon head coming up out of the ground, and then just what the about... big Dawn of the Dead words. Those are good.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, all right. So, what about...
0: And there's always this one.
2: Which one? The Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I like that one, too. Just
1: arm coming right out Evil of the dead. ground.
2: Pat's probably never seen that.
1: Yeah, no. uh, Pat, I mean, I've seen the poster, but I don't... Pat you know, probably that.
2: wouldn't watch it unless we were doing it for the podcast. And even then... Oh, no. Yeah. You know, even... Now, Army of Darkness. Really? Is that the, I feel like you would really enjoy Army of is Darkness. Is that
1: related
2: to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. no. There's a
1: chainsaw in it. There is a chainsaw.
2: And, and, the and there him. might be a motorcycle. Anyway. No, it's a car. Yeah, it's a car. It's a car. Yeah. It's a car. Um, do, you, do you know about the Evil Dead movies?
1: Yes. Yes?
2: Okay. No. Well, uh, we, we, we can talk about that some other time. Yeah, yeah I was going yeah. we're yeah. sidetracking <laughs> right. from...
0: OTT baby from OTT from the OTT the top, uh, we'll talk top. about it
2: I, I think that you would like I mean there is some it's not really like a horror movie mm-hmm. um, it's more of like a horror comedy yeah
0: it's campy it's yeah. supposed to be if you fun were off.
2: if you were fine with House and how that was kind of horror comedy kind oh of campy, yeah that was I've were you fine really, with that yeah
1: yeah. I'm I think you'd like,
2: really enjoy yeah. Army of Darkness right. oh yeah I'll, I'll, I will I'll think I have it yeah I'll bring it, I'll bring it around sometime so you can borrow it
0: I'd be surprised if you don't have it actually
2: oh yeah no I own that um. <clears throat> all right, so uh, I got a couple other questions for you guys before we wrap up here. Okay. Um, what is your favorite truck driving movie of all time?
1: Smokey and the Bandit Okay. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit's very good.
2: Um, Duel. That uh, also good. You know, I
1: was gonna, I was you went Smokey and the Bandit, so I'm gonna go yeah. no, I'm gonna Duel's go Duel. I um, <clears throat> um. Um. Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. My wife would
0: probably say Convoy.
2: We, I, I actually put this out here. We, we didn't get very many votes. We only got three votes on it. But I did put this as a poll on Twitter. And I included Convoy, Black Dog, Over the Top, and Smoky and the Bandit. And of the votes that we got, we got 67% said Smoky and the Bandit. 33% said Over the Top. Really? So, But yeah, like Duel, Road Warrior, those are all sure. all good ones yeah. too.
1: Road Warriors. I mean, that's not quite the truck driving movie except for the very end there's a truck chase. So that yeah. was kind mm-hmm. of stretching it. And it's well, a truck chase wait a minute, it's good though. stuff. Yeah. Technically. But you know what? The the new what, the new Mad Max? Uh-huh. The uh, what's it's Mad Max uh, Fury Road. Fury Road. Mm-hmm. That's a he's in the truck for the most of that, right? Or no, am I? I
2: mm, mean, good portion of it. Yeah.
1: Mm. But um Duel is a pretty good truck movie
2: for your consideration. Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. Large, large March. march. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really a truck driving movie, but mm-hmm. features a truck driving Significant scene. Significant scenes. Mm-hmm. Keeping my mouth
1: mm-hmm. shut
2: on the people thing, because I just said it, you know, I didn't quite get it, and it to me. And it looked like this. It's... <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I as a child, I did not sleep for a while after seeing that. That's yeah. awesome. That terrified me. Kremlin's is mine. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not stand large march. Um all right so favorite truck driving movie um, all right so before we before we wrap everything up here and, and here in a minute I'll ask you about if you have like any favorite quotes from the movie anything like that um, but uh, so this one we're, we're going to get a little more personal here So let's, mm. let's bring it down bring it down now okay let me dim
1: the lights
2: tell me uh, they're not on a dimmer <laughs> they're not on a dimmer so if you turn off the lights it's just going to be three guys sitting in the dark in a room <laughs> Which you do not do that
1: I turned yeah. off the screen no you, didn't. you you turned off the movie you turned off the movie <laughs> find the movie I can't We're back.
2: We're back. Um, We're back. Here's all the news. All the news is doing improved by the U.S. Army, the sweetest smelling army in the world. (laughs) August. August. Got to wait till August. Okay. Um, Tell me about a memorable time you went on a road trip with your dad. and Or if you didn't. Hmm. Or a time when you spent a lot of time together, just the two of you, or you can talk about how this movie worked as a father-son relationship movie. So... Do you have any good dad road trip stories?
0: No good stories really. I mean, we the longest road trip we ever took, we would go to Detroit, where dad grew up. Yeah. It's only six hours. It's okay. not really.
2: They let you drive.
0: Yeah, got a speeding ticket.
2: Were you old enough? You got a speeding ticket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you old enough to drive? I was old enough to drive,
0: I, I enough to drive oh, okay. but I didn't get a speeding ticket in Michigan. Okay. Oof. We're going eighty-five and a seventy-five. Ooh,
2: wow, that's a tad
0: harsh. <laughs> well, they let you go seventy-five. That's about all they're letting you do. You said it was an
1: eighty-five and a seventy-five. Mm-hmm. They don't give you ten over. No, Michigan, buncha. <laughs> I'd like to see. Whoa, well, let's can... not get into politics here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I just want to see. If I well, I just think it'd be nice just to see it proceed at your own risk. Yeah, well, posted. Like, so like the autobahn.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: sorry to hear that, Bo, that's ah, disheartening. I was 16, what are you gonna do you <laughs>
0: get? Got a <speed> ticket. <laughs>
1: Cost me a little bit of money. Yeah. What are you gonna do you
2: get there? Yeah. 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 So. Uh, Any good road trip stories?
1: Uh, uh, plenty, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, my dad and I, whenever we'll we'll go on a road trip, we usually end up getting talking about something and, you know, it'll go from a talk to an argument to uh, back to talking to... Back to arguing, and then you know it'll just usually we have a, a wide range of things that we can encompass and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so yeah, there's there's plenty of good stories. The one I remember is um, I was going up to a, a camp, a music camp, up at Shell Lake, Wisconsin, and um, we were we were um, driving up there, and my dad, and my grandpa had to go. They were going. They were on a road trip. They were going to do. They were going somewhere else. So, but I was kind of on the way. So, anyways, we were we were driving up there. And uh, I remember I was driving, and I was 16, you know, and, and, you know, I was getting the, driving the back roads of Wisconsin, and, you know, because this was up in Shell Lake, and so that's a kind of, it gets yeah. up there a little bit, and uh, I remember that we were going to be late for the check-in time, and my dad, you know, consulted the map, it was obviously not GPS, where your arrival time will be, he consulted, he's like, alright, Patrick, my turn to drive, you gotta, you know, slide over, we gotta get there in time, and everything. You know, of course, the whole, well, you know, Dad, if the speed limit's the speed limit, how are you going to be getting there any faster and everything? And my gosh, he got in the car, and we took off down the road. And I remember my grandpa wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I'm in the back seat. I'm not going to wear my seatbelt. You know, he was just sitting back there. and was like, Grandpa, there's a seatbelt. No, nope, no, nope, I'm going to buy it. I remember my dad was taking the turns so quick in the car, and we were weaving back and forth that I remember kind of, glancing back in the rearview mirror i wasn't driving i caught in the rear view mirror and from my perspective as we turned it looked like my grandpa was sliding from one side of the car like we turn left and then all of a sudden we turned left and he would slide to the right half of the car and then all of a sudden the, with the road would to for the right and i'd look at the mirror and i'd see him sliding back to the left side you know and so that's kind of the that's kind of, yeah that's kind of the fun one but just you know other ones is you know <laughs> Teaching, you know, my dad teaching me to drive, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that, or you know, road trips up to motor, motorcycle races, and I, I'd say I'd say the times we took bike trips, but that gets into like a different genre of movies and all that. So yeah, just just plenty of fun movies, and yeah, we're and, trying to
2: stay exclusively to the arm wrestling. Movie.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. There are plenty of plenty of good movies, and and um, or plenty of good movies, plenty of good uh, road trips, and discussions, and arguments, and talks, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff.
2: I would say the only times the only times that it was just the two of us cuz we went on several different like road trips and longer drives but it was everybody in the car. Some of the only times that it was just the two of us, we went down to Texas. Mm-hmm. And this was in this was probably sophomore junior year of high school. So I went down with him. He had a business trip they had to go on and I went down with him uh, under the guise that I was looking at the University of Texas to go to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not. Uh, I was only applying to University of Illinois, but that's what got me an excused absence from school so that I could go. Okay. Uh, so I went with him. So we went to Texas and we flew down. But he got a uh, he got a car, um, and it was the sportiest thing. You know, normally he would just rent whatever car he could get, but he rented like the sportiest thing he could possibly get because he loves Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and he just wanted to drive the streets of Austin and, and enjoy driving the streets in this nice car and and um, I remember during that trip, I mean, we would go, we would hit up these restaurants that like one had just opened, so they were giving away all their food for free, and just going to all these different crazy places, and I remember um, at one point, we're driving by the basketball stadium, and he just screeches this car to a halt, and my dad's not a small guy,
0: mm-hmm.
2: by any stretch of the imagination, wasn't a small guy, um, he jumped out of the car, he's like, wait here, and I, I don't know that I've ever seen him run. I saw him run except for that I saw him run he ran up to the box office and I'm like what what what's going on Mm -hmm. and he comes back he comes walking to like a minute later he comes walking back from the box office holding up two tickets in his hand biggest smile I've ever seen on his face and he's just smiling holding up these tickets and I look up at the marquee and it says like tonight only Mm -hmm. Um, George Thurgood and the Destroyers yeah open for ZZ Top nice and I'm like Bam! Done. Cool. <laughs> so, and we went to the ZZ Top concert. It was great. They had the uh, their guitars were were fuzzy zebra guitars, um, and uh, we were sitting up kind of in, in some of the higher seats, and uh, it was just kind of fun. And we were sitting next to them, some guys that uh, started smoking something that wasn't a cigarette, and mm-hmm. uh, so the security guards came down. They're like, uh, "Gentlemen, you uh, you you can't you can't smoke that here," and the guys are like, "You want some?" <laughs> Security guards like, "You gentlemen enjoy the show." <laughs> <He> just <laughs> walks out. My, my dad's like, "Welcome to Texas." <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, so I, th- that was a, that was a fun trip. And you know, we had a couple of other times. He, or uh, he grew up part of part of the time. He grew up in um, Southwest Missouri, and so there's a lot of like back in the Ozark hills and mountains. Mm-hmm um there was a place near where we lived called Roaring River State, State Park and you can go down there and do a lot of fishing and there's you know you can do some fly fishing down there and there's a lot of other stuff kind of down in that area and but there is definitely a paved road that will take you down there well apparently my dad still knew about the road that would take you down there that's unpaved mm-hmm. i was not aware of this road and he said he used to drive down this unpaved road all the to this path through the mountains all the time in the old army jeep that he used to have. I think he found this jeep out in the field somewhere, and uh, used to do it in his army jeep all the time. Well, at this point, he had a Jeep Grand Cherokee, slightly bigger than the army jeep, slightly more expensive, and um, so he decided to take me on this unpaved road. Now, I kind of have a feeling the unpaved road was unpaved for a reason, mm. and had grown over a bit mm-hmm. over the years. Since the last time, Dad was since there. the last time yeah. he was, you know, in high school. <laughs> And um, I've never feared for my life too many times. Um, let's just say there wasn't much of a shoulder. Mm. And uh, we did end up with a flat tire going, going through this uh, unpaved area there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about the only time of all the times I've ever been in a car or any other vehicle, that's about the only time I thought I was going to die. Yeah, but that, uh, that could be it. That yeah, was right that with that. It, it worked out fine. It worked out fine. So, um, yeah, so that's my story. Wow. All right, well... Um, no, to, to wrap us up here let's do uh, let's do favorite quotes any favorite quotes from the movie that might kind of go along with favorite scenes but
0: yeah and you did a few of them earlier when you were doing when we went through and did the um, introductions of the fighters mm mm-hmm. mhm mhm a drive truck an arm mm-hmm. wrestle
2: whole body's an engine <laughs>
0: it's a fire plug I'm gonna light him up but I think <laughs> the scene where where they're in there where he's learning to drive again mm-hmm. and he goes always wanted to be a
2: milkshake <laughs> That was funny. (laughs) We'll just hit like his comments so that as he said, "I always wanted to be a milkshake." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that whole scene. I do like those. I do like those guys and their introductions. When I get to the table, that person—I don't care who they are—they're my mortal enemy. I hate them. (laughs) Yes, yes, those guys. Those guys were classic. Uh, (sighs) What I do is uh, I just take my hat, I turn it around. It's it's like a switch that goes on and. When the switch goes on, I feel like another person, you know, I, I feel, I don't know, I feel like a like a truck, like, like a machine.
1: <laughs> I, I just, it was it, it, just, I don't know if they knew how funny it was, but my mm-hmm. gosh, it was just entertaining. It was entertaining.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite quote?
1: <sighs> I think you just said that one. <laughs> I think that was it. I think you said it, brother. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, I can't think of anything beyond that one, you know. Um, there was something, like the security guard, just, I don't, I'm don't. i trying to think, there was something with the security guard, there was a scene where he was giving him orders or something and he was just, oh, I know, the guy that challenged him to the arm wrestling, mm-hmm. in the, where the kid finds out that his dad first arm wrestles, mm-hmm. it's not a security guard, it was that guy. Yeah, the
2: smasher. The, was that the smasher? The yeah, fir- that was the smasher. The first one was the smasher.
1: The one that he beat? Yeah. Okay. And he had kind of like a long mullet kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Then the smasher, when he gets into that first one and the kids and the guys looks like, you could tell he was using every bit of acting talent or lack thereof to oh, art yeah. those lines. And those lines were just like and every time you said the line is like, well, I know what you're going for, but it just doesn't sound as menacing as right. it should because <laughs> you're just like, I'm going to beat you. Right. Uh, you know? And, right. I mean it was like everything was forced and that scene cracked me up because of that. It was mm-hmm. just okay, what what are you what are you going for? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not quite sure here, you know, so...
2: If there's an Oscar category for grunting and sweating... Yeah. ...then I think this, movie, this movie would have done well.
1: I know I'm missing the point, mm-hmm. but, like... um when the one guy walked out, the mm-hmm. tough guy that, you know, he had to, you know, beat all the other guys mm-hmm. to get to this guy. Mm-hmm. It was just like, why are you sweating, dude? Mm-hmm. Why do you have that sweat going on the furniture? I'm mm-hmm. not sure why. Like, mm-hmm. have you been arm wrestling? Have you been working? Like, what, why are you sweaty?
2: It's uh, it's part of the appeal. The best scene. The spritz. You can take a schvitz before the you arm wrestle. you like to sh- watch gladiator movies, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> The best scene in the movie, like, th- that I think was like. Like well done scene of, is when he decides to arm wrestle and suddenly he his eyes just look menacing and somehow yeah. they, he like he walks up and it's just like I'm like all right that's pretty intense mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like okay, there's the one little scene that mm-hmm. was done really well, mm-hmm. where everything else was kind of a shambles. Right. It was fun, right? But it was kind of a shambles. Everything else was
2: a canon film. <laughs> yes,
1: but that that was like, and then he's just like, okay, I'm gonna go arm wrestle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he walks, and then he's walking down that line of people, and he just looks so tough. Mm-hmm. And i was like, and there were no cheesy lines. There was no, there All was right. like for about ten seconds, it was really a cool yeah. uh, scene. So I guess that would be my favorite scene. The quote would be, yeah, like I turn my head backwards. Nope. I turn my head backwards, and it's like mm-hmm. a switch. You know, it's like a switch. Feel
2: like a like a truck. <laughs> like a machine. machine. Like a machine. Yeah. I always want to be a milkshake. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for over the top uh, and this over the top episode. OTD <laughs> OTD with the OTT. This kind of had a Canon
1: Films type organization to this podcast. Today. It did a little bit. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Man. I think I think we made
2: Canon Films proud. I, th- I would agree. Okay. Next week we'll be reviewing Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> is next week, John? Breaking into Electric Boogaloo. um or Superman 4. You know what I was thinking we should do, because they both came out the same year,
0: mm.
2: is we should do Superman 4 and and Bollywood Superman.
1: <laughs> oh, and know. we should
2: see which one's better.
1: Jai-ho! <laughs> <laughs> up, up in the Jai-ho! <laughs> that is a good tune, I'd <laughs>
2: Uh, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should. I'm gonna see if I can find the Bollywood Superman. Yeah. And then when it's time for us to watch Superman yeah. Four, we can watch both of those together, back yeah. to back, hey. and we'll be like, okay, boom. No, which one? We one's should do a super
0: cut of them and watch them at the same time.
2: Bollywood Superman fighting Nuclear Man. It
1: is. Do it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Hey. You mm-hmm. know what I'm do saying? it. Do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Pakistan has Nuclear Man. <laughs> um, sorry, I got political again. God. I did it. I did it. <laughs> but it's not U.S. politics, so it's okay. Uh, yeah. It's okay. All righty well next week if we make it to next week if the world survives yeah, it was the year 2525 if man is still alive next week in
1: the um, year there you go Excuse
2: me uh, we are gonna be watching and talking about overboard which again for the month of February I have not seen any of these movies I so um, and with some of these I'm not quite sure where the Lego Batman movie is going to fall so um, you know that may be somewhere in the middle of the month but coming up in February next week will be the movie overboard. And then uh, coming up after that will be Moonstruck, then Summer School, Woo-hoo! then Roxanne,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: then the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then coming up in March, if you want to get way ahead on this, coming up in March are our Crime and Punishment movies, Lethal Weapon, RoboCop, Dragnet, The Untouchables, The Living Daylights, and Logan.
0: I just have one um, thing to say. We're getting too old for this shit.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? I agree. Um, so if we can leave you with one thing. First of all, if you want to find us, go to 30podcast.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at 30podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are uh, basically wherever you want. Um, but you can give us a call. We've got our phone number. And that's on the website as well. Um, but all those different ways that you can get a hold of us, get in touch with us. We want to leave you today with one final thought. My final thought is this. Pat, Bo, the world meets nobody halfway. When you want something, you gotta take it. <laughs> I want you guys to remember that. When remember you leave that, here today, man. I want you to remember that. And I want everybody that. out there that's listening to this right now, all the celebrities mowing your lawns, everybody, remember that. The world meets nobody halfway. All the insomniacs
0: hoping to pass out. That's right. To the sound of your dulcet tones.
2: That's right. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Us or the insomniacs. I, yes, I don't care. I don't care. Well, the
2: insomniacs I'm telling them to shut up. Then just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep! Alright. The world needs no. But we'll see you here next week. Alright, bye everybody.
1: Bye. whole body is an engine. This is a fire plug, and I'm going to light him up. To the future today.
0: A restless heart knows when he's ready to go.
2: Mr. Cutler is talking to you. I'm through talking.